Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. If you want to explore more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head over to cageclub.me and check out some of our friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. I'm your host, Nick Jenkins. Today I'm joined by three friends. First, Callie Moore. Hello. Sam Schultz. Hello. And Valerie Barr. Howdy. And uh, today we are talking about the 1994, I believe? Mm -hmm. 94 seems like 87, (laughs) Uh, but a 1994 film, Tammy and the T-Rex, starring like actual star power, had Denise Richards and Paul Walker... Um, and Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. What is his name? Terry Kaiser. Oh, is he the mad scientist guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought I he looked know. familiar. I've never seen him moving before. <laughs> <laughs> never seen his eyes, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's well, Yeah, he always had dark glasses on in Weekend uh-huh. at Bernie's. <laughs> I'd like to revisit Weekend at Bernie's because it was a hit. Uh-huh. I'd like to know if it was actually funny. I used to rent it at Blockbuster all the all time, time, but I remember absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I, I just remember like the beach scene when he's like walking on the beach. And the kids like messing with him or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, that's like all I remember. I just remember the boat scene where he's behind the boat when they're going and- they, he keeps banging into dinghies, Aww. and he bang, and they're like, "What is that?" And <laughs> it sounds very funny. It sounds funny, <laughs> but I it also sounds creepy. But I'm I'm good with that. I'm good mm-hmm. with a little twisted comedy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're not talking about that <laughs> today. We're talking about Tammy and the T Rex, directed by Stuart Raffle, co-written by Stuart Raffle, who is famous for co-writing and directing Mac and Me, another film that was on here. Yay. So there's gonna be some <laughs> some comparisons, I'm sure. But we have. Um, A lot to talk about in this film, I believe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But before we get too far into that, we need to do a 60-second plot dump. That person is going to be Sam. No. Yeah. Okay, wait. Do you want to read whatever? (laughs) (laughs) Did you write one down? I always write it down because I need a refresher for myself. I won't read it, but I will... You'll reference it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, 60-second plot dump on Tammy and the T-Rex in three, two, one. Okay, so Tammy and Michael are in high school and they're in love, but they're secretly in love because Tammy's boy current boyfriend question mark is a X, really mean X. oh X is a really mean punk kid named Billy, and every time he sees them together, he beats the shit out of Michael. So then one day, one night, Michael and Tammy are together in her house. Billy finds out he goes he and his gang kill Michael. Uh, Michael ends up in the clutches of a mad scientist who cuts out Billy's brain and puts it in a a, a robotic dinosaur. Uh, The robotic dinosaur Michael goes on a revenge eating frenzy or something, then hides in a barn for the rest of the movie while Tammy tries to figure out what to do and there really is no answer to what to do so he dies at the end. No, he doesn't. He doesn't? Oh, he turns into a little brain. His dinosaur body dies. Yes. And then it's just his brain in a jar, and she does dances, sexy dances for him. She does a striptease. Yeah. And then he comes in as a brain. And and shoot sparks And then credits roll. And then that's the end of the movie. And then credits, yeah. Oh, God. You left out the most important part of the movie, which is he dies by getting mauled by lions. Oh, well, I had to. They throw him to (laughs) lions. (laughs) Which I'm like. What is this like a big cat park you can just like drive up into? Like, right, yeah. how, what, like there was all the species of big bears. Cats. Like, and they were all mixed together, also. too. I'm, I'm, like, it's assuming. proof that we can all live in harmony. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is Southern California. Except humans. <laughs> no, can. humans can't live in harmony at all. <laughs> no. uh, also, a slight correction he doesn't die at the beginning. He, he's mauled he, yeah. and he's in a coma. 
And then the mad scientist, Terry Kaiser, uh-huh. uh, f- is looking for a brain. So he and his wacky assistant <laughs> go into the hospital and pretend to try to revive him, but then fake his death. Yes. Steal the body and then cut out his still living brain. So Tammy yeah. thinks he is dead. Yes, Tammy yeah. and Byron, Byron, my favorite yeah. character. Me too. Um, I liked the wacky assistant the best. Helga. I liked wacky she assistant cool. as well. It, that Her outfits were really confusing on super <laughs> oh, yeah. low resolution yep. <laughs> yeah, that's screen. True. Like I was like, what is going on it with the It looked like the she had robot thing? boobs at one yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> she did not have robot boobs. She just had a bra peeking through. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. She I, had really cool sunglasses frequently. Also. Agreed. She was great. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with any of the acting in here. Mm-mm. I think no. all of the actors, uh, even if there were a couple of characters who I really I, uh, despised both in the movie and outside of the movie mm-hmm. um, I thought all of the actors did a really good job um, and I mean you know Denise Richards uh, she's not you know Academy Award material but she's still very good mm-hmm. like she's a good actor um, Paul Walker same like he's he's a good actor mm-hmm. um, Terry Kaiser good actor uh, so like the, the entire cast is quite good it is a Weird movie. This is weird. one of the weirdest movies <laughs> I have ever seen. Is it weirder than Mac and Me? Yes. I don't think it is. I think Mac it and is. Me is aggressively you strange. You can understand where Mac and Me, why it happened uh, to some extent. Yeah. This it's movie an ET is just like. He goes and dances at McDonald's, though. Yeah, but because they wanted Because they gave him money. money, I guess you're right. But this one mm. is just like. Well, look. What? The, what? The, if you were to, if somebody said, "What's Mac and Me?" It would uh-huh. be an alien comes to Earth. It's an ET ripoff. If somebody said, "What's Tammy and the T Rex?" I would say it's the best idea for a movie ever. A guy gets his brain <laughs> put in a robot dinosaur. <laughs> I also want to say that the animatronics are better than in Carnosaur. Oh gosh, that's hilarious. Except because for, like the puppet, the sock puppet <laughs> hands. Oh my god. Oh. So can oh. we explain a little bit about the 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 dinosaur itself? Yes. There was a guy who had a dino, an animatronic dinosaur. This is behind the scenes. Yes. This is not, not in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. The, yeah. It's basically uh, what the movie's like too. He just <laughs> yeah, has yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he does. But it's like one that would be like in a science center or something right. where the head moves and And the stuff. articulation on the lips and like its yeah. eyes yeah. move and everything. But it's like a very stationary dinosaur. So yes. throughout the movie there are many things a dinosaur has to do that the animatronic couldn't do. So they either just like roll it around and then like have some very bad special effects that make the legs look like they're moving, but <laughs> oh, it really yeah. just like he's gliding across the screen or hide the base of it with hay bales or well, like, like when he's in the barn. Yeah. When he's in the barn, they just put hay mm-hmm. around his feet or put him in truck and he drive spends him around a lot of it in a city. truck with just yeah. his head poking out, That's which right. I thought was adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was very cute just seeing the truck go by with the dinosaur head. Hey. But yeah, the 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 sock puppet hand. Oh, yes, God, he has the brain perfect. of a human. So at various points, he makes phone calls or like dusts somebody off, and it's just a little sock puppet hand that comes at the bottom of the screen. Not even <laughs> close to where how Not, where, yeah. where the, a real dinosaur arm could reach. Oh yeah, and the arms are like way longer yeah. than a T Rex. Like there's no way T Rex could make a phone call. There's mm. no no. I would I would <laughs> no. love to see someone draw that scene like zoomed out. <laughs> so you can see like where the arms had to be for it yeah. to be able to reach the phone. So, okay, Sam, sounds like you loved this movie. I wouldn't say, oh, in my rating, I'll talk more about it at the end. I wouldn't say that I loved it. I think that the idea was amazing. And the whole time I thought if this was made a little bit earlier, this would be the kind of movie that would maybe turn into like 
a very inappropriate animated series, like the Toxic Avenger had an animated series. Oh, it did. I think a Tammy and the T-Rex cartoon would be great, where every week she just gets in a new jam with her dinosaur boyfriend. Oh, my God. But I thought the movie itself was pretty bad. Like, kind of boring at the end. At the end, it runs out of steam. Right, it does. It kind of does. Like, yeah. I think there are some ideas popping through, and you're sort of clutching at your head going, what? Yeah. For he- the first 75%? Yeah. And then, yeah, the last 25%, you're like, okay. He I, I kills like all of his- It's still so entertaining the whole time, though. At least to me, it was. Well, he kills all those, all of his bullies, and then after that, he doesn't really have anything left to do. Yeah, but they're just trying like. to get him get him into a body. Yeah, yeah. his well, brain back trying, into a body, oh and God. they're trying to save him from the doctor. The morgue yeah. scene. Do you, the like morgue. Do you like this one? Do you like this one? <laughs> and see, like that is funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that one was. That part was. Oh, I'm just like they look at a guy and she, uh, they're trying to p- find an appropriate body to bring Michael's brain back into, and Tammy is being very picky about it. Uh, yeah. But they look at one, she lifts up the sheet, looks at its dick, and then says, no, not good enough or something now, like that. Now, I it's didn't understand weird. that didn't joke. <clears throat> okay, we're going to get a little blue here because <laughs> I, I specifically don't understand this joke. Was she saying no because his dick was too big? And Byron was like, yes, because his dick is so big? Or was she, I don't understand. I think she just didn't like it. Because Byron liked it. Yeah. And she didn't like it. See, and I thought they were talking about his face. So. (laughs) (laughs) No, they specifically lifted up the the sheet and she looked under it. Mm Mm-hmm. At his dick, and Byron was still enthused at what he saw. Yeah, and she was not. So I'm just so saying. I, don't know. I just don't think it was a well executed joke because I legitimately didn't understand it. It was there possibly ad libbed, like I suppose. Maybe. Yeah. Well, okay, that's well. Maybe they wrote true. the script in two weeks, so that could have been what was written. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's also time. talk, Valerie. You did some uh, some research on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as I said, there was just a guy who had a dinosaur, the animatronic dinosaur, uh, in real life. Yep. Uh, he approached, um, yeah, he approached him and was like, hey, I got a T-Rex. Can we make a movie? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Here's a, qu- a quote from Stuart Raffle about this. It was an animatronic, and it was going to a park in Texas. The eyes worked, the arms moved, the head moved. He had it for two weeks before it was going to be shipped to Texas, and he came to me and said, we can make a movie with it. I said, <laughs> what's the story? And he said, I don't have a story, but we have to start filming within a month. And so I wrote the story in a week. Um so he, every scene in the movie takes place within a 25-minute radius of Stuart Raffles' house. Oh. Uh, he's just like, ah, oh, here I am at home. Let's make a movie. Is the house where the party is his house? I don't know. Hmm. Not sure about that. But also, there were apparently there were some fires happening, like just like, and that's why there's smoke in a lot of the scenes. Yeah, you can there see a big fires. fire plume behind them when they're driving away oh, in yeah. one of the chase scene yeah. parts. Yeah, and, and I think when she's riding the dinosaur, mm-hmm. which she rides the dinosaur at one point, it's not very, for very good. long. Like, it's the opening shot. Mm-hmm. Also, the opening shot of Tammy and the T Rex is a bad CG. Her walking across with a terrible title. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the opening that. shot, which is oh, yeah. a really bad idea. It's not the opening shot of the gory Italian version. Oh, really? No. It just is like overlaid over the cheerleaders doing their routine. Huh. It just says Tammy and the T-Rex. Weird. Italians don't need to be pandered to with baby title writing, I they guess. They don't. Have you ever watched yeah. an Italian movie? They don't need to make sense. No. Just, <laughs> just like, hey, here's some cool shit. Yeah. Um, Callie. <sighs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> for giving you 
a hundred percent scientifically inaccurate dinosaurs in everything oh, we've man. done. Yeah, but I don't think like any of these level movies are gonna have scientifically accurate dinosaurs. I mean, did Jurassic Park even? At the time, it was okay. as close right. to close to it as you could get, and now we know it's like all wrong. But <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the way of the beast. He wasn't so bad in this one, was he? You know that the arms like totally bugged me because, <laughs> well, okay. like, I mean, the puppet arms, but just like the things they had, the tiny little puppet arms do, like that you couldn't have done. Like you could, but no. it's an animatronic. It's not a real dinosaur. It's no. an animatronic in the movie. Yeah, True. but in the movie. <laughs> In the wide shot, it's got normal T Rex size yeah. arms. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That is not. And they're like little, little, little guys, you mm-hmm. know. They're normal sized T Rex arms. And then all of a sudden, he's like dusting people off and making <laughs> phone calls and just like a bunch of random stuff. And like you were saying, the arms coming out like of the shot, like so far away from the body, and it just like, oh my gosh, yeah. And we don't think that they could move their lips like that, like the snarling. Oh, they couldn't do that. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. they don't think that they could do that either. Hmm. Yeah, um, more like a beak typeface probably no just like let like an alligator can't snarl oh, oh you oh, know i never thought of that Damn, yeah i don't even lips. know what our alligator's mouth look like at this i can't even picture it do they have lips or are they just teeth hanging out they're, they're just, like just gummy teeth hanging out but they have a little bit of a, a scale line that goes uh. over them so that's another thing is there's huge arguments about t-rex whether or not they actually had lips were their teeth showing like that or did they have like derpy lips that mm. came down over it hmm. and the jury's still out on that but even if they had lips I love that there's an argument about it I love that we don't know we don't know I love that I love you just it. got the bones you don't got the fat yeah. well and Callie brings up a point every once in a while on the Eons podcast um, the uh, we do uh, Callie does a podcast for Eons patrons mm. um, roughly once a month and it's every once in a while you talk about how we don't when we imagine dinosaurs, yeah. we don't put like the fat. Yeah. Like they're just like, it's like skin over bone. Yeah. They're like shrink wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it probably wouldn't be that way. <laughs> no. And this one, you can tell um, they, the skeleton, at least the the skeleton model that they were basing this body off of didn't have the gastralia basket. So that's the front ribs. Mm. So when you looked at the dinosaur, it's got like, curved in towards its ribs instead of curving out like a belly would. Mm -hmm. It would have been much fatter. Right, and if you look at an alligator, they have big (laughs) bellies. Mm Mm-hmm. It's and but you don't that doesn't survive fossilization. Mm-mm. No, like, and we like we always just make them like super fitness models. You know, <laughs> like they, there's no ounce of fat on them. They are just muscle and bone and tissue. You know. Well, and, if they ever find my fossil, I hope they do that. Just <laughs> shrink wrap you. Just shrink wrap me. I wonder. I yes, I that's think there what was it a, looked like. There was a project that some illustrator did that was took the same application of how we depict dinosaurs based on the bones and did that to other animals and yes. they all look oh. so scary. <laughs> yes, like a hippopotamus oh, God. Oh, yeah. is terrifying well, shrink wrap. The skeleton of a hippo is frightening. <laughs> yes, and just take all that blubber away and you're like, oh, that is a scary looking creature. I mean... Because a hippo is one of the cutest creatures. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most dangerous. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it is also like... 
It's adorable. Craziest sidetrack of a hippo. So, like, to mark their territory, they have, like, liquid poop, and then they spin their tail like a helicopter, oh, I've seen and that. it just sprays yeah. poop everywhere. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite. There's some very good videos of people at zoos seeing Uh-oh. this happening. <laughs> it's like, why? Why? Yeah. God. Remember in Ace Ventura when Nature Calls when he was in a rhino? Yeah. Pretty yeah. hot in those rhinos. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the first time I saw that as a kid. <laughs> Uh, yeah it was i just remember uh, me and my friends there's a moment we're gonna move on after this i promise but there's a moment where his fan stops working (laughs) and i really do love jim carrey like he has some of the he is such a good actor and is such a good comedic actor but like when he just his eyes narrow at the fan and then he taps it <laughs> and then it just keeps getting hotter. And my friends and I all took the next line because we grew up in Central California, where it's 182 in the shade for seven months of the year. It's just <laughs> brutal there. And everyone, we'd greet each other by just saying the same line, which was "warm." <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that story. Anyway, <laughs> Callie, though, what did you think of this movie as a whole? Oh my god, what a train wreck. Um I like the whole time I was just like WTF. WTF. Yeah, there's a lot of WTF. Like I just like what is going on? The whole time I just am so confused. My notes are hilarious. I'm just like just all over the place. Like what is even happening? Why would they do this? Oh my god. Yeah. The funny part was like just thinking about like how long 94 was ago like corded phones and like calling to talk to your crush on the phone like or your dad calling you from the same house yeah, to yeah. Talk I was like to damn you got room? two phone lines <laughs> baller <What>? you know <laughs> just thinking about of my youth but also well also like there was something about that and I think the late 90s is where this started to fall apart um, in cinema was I don't think we're supposed to think Tammy is rich oh I th- the house is pretty big. Yeah. She seems rich to me. But like if you look at well, I, I don't think it's supposed to be because like if you look at all of the John Hughes films, mm-hmm. almost all of his protagonists, if you look at them from our perspective, are must be their parents must be millionaires. The Home Alone house is like the yeah. most beautiful mm-hmm. movie house. Home Alone, ever. Ferris yeah. Bueller. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, like it it's it's sort of weird, and I, I feel like this is trying to exist in that same place mm-hmm. because it's never called to attention that she would be rich. Like that's not part of the story Mm-mm. in any way. She's a cheerleader, but don't really know much about any character's no. backstory uh-uh. in the movie. No, we know yeah. about Michael. He lost his family. He lives with Uncle Bob. Oh, he's drunk, oh, yeah. Uncle Bob. Drunk yeah. Uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. I was actually sad at the funeral. I kind of was Bob. too. It was so funny when they pull him up when they when they dig him out though, and they open the casket, and he's just like a worm infested corpse. Yeah, I know. They're I like, love oh, that wow. song. The rats start crawling. I know. Yeah. I was like, how did the mice get in there? Like, mice <laughs> is a very no, they... very bad funeral home job. <laughs> yeah. No, they preload like... all um, uh, coffins with mm-hmm. mice, <laughs> worms, and mice, rats. Yes, maggots. because yeah. it helps with decomposition. Yeah, because you're not supposed to break and down for, fun for surprises a really long time. for grave robbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which it did. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like two days or something. It couldn't have been that long. But his, they're trying to dig him up so that they could use the body again to put his brain back in. But like, how could it decompose that fast? No, it would have. It would have been to the greenish bloating <laughs> time. Also, like when you prep bodies for a casket 
things. You take out all yeah, the blood and all the stuff. <laughs> that was what I was thinking during that scene until I saw the body. I was like, oh yeah, that's not going to work for many reasons. I mean, like <laughs> high school kids, don't they know that they're embalmed? Like, don't most people know? The scientists <laughs> were there too, trying to stop them from doing that. So yeah, like. Like, that's not going to work, guys. Mm-mm. No, there's lots of not going to work. Like, and <laughs> why did they kill him with big cats? Like, they could have accidentally run him over the car or beat him to death. Stuart or... Raffle had a friend who had a lion. And a tiger. And, and a really? panther. And a panther and a leopard. All of the species. That's the other thing. Like, do they just, like, let people drive into big cat sanctuaries? Like, there, I don't think there was a scene of them breaking in. No, no they, they open the gate and then they go in. Yeah, it's just a big gate that they go through. <laughs> oh, my God. And what is a big gate going to do to keep giant cats in? Like, oh, my gosh. I was so confused many times I was confused in this movie. Like, it was, I feel like there could have been easier, easier things that would have tied this movie together a little bit more. <laughs> but, like, part of it, it's weird because... My gut reaction, my knee-jerk reaction is to say, well, it's a it's a goofy comedy. But it's not. No. Because Sam, did you watch the other version as well yeah, as that? Yeah, I watched the mm-hmm. Gore version. So okay, both of you there apparently there are two cuts mm-hmm. of this. Now, I and I believe Callie watched the traditional cut, which yeah, doesn't have like but... much gore. Uh-uh. Um and then Val, you texted us yeah, <laughs> and let us know I, <laughs> that it was like, hey, I found this other cut, and it's the Italian cut. Mm-hmm. And the Italian cut has a lot more gore, apparently. Yeah. like six. It's like six minutes longer, and all of the six minutes is gore, basically. Or extended sex scene in the car with yeah. Billy and his oh, girlfriend yeah. before she gets eight. Not too much, like, not too much no. sexier, but... But more. Yeah. And they're talking, they're speaking in it, or it's dubbed in Italian for all of the parts that are from the Italian cut. Yeah. So it's very funny. So the quality like goes down really far. Watching and then very gory stuff, but it's also Italian. Yeah. The biggest bulk of it is them taking his brain out, I think is the most, like mm. the longest section that, that got cut out. And that's just like what you think it is. It's It shows all of them cutting his skull open and taking his brain out and they like play with his brain for a little while. And they while. got like the top part, half of his head that they cut off just like sitting there like a salad bowl on the <laughs> yeah. table. They just like pick it up and do stuff with it. But uh, the dino eats, there's like a third science person in the yeah, lab Bobby. who's only in the beginning. Uh, he's like a nerd who's like doing stuff on the computer, but he eats him in the lab. And all the guts... And all the scenes where the dinosaur is goring people is like kind of like the consistency of like pumpkin innards, like yeah. <laughs> like very stringy it's and like gross. It's like red stretchy latex. Yeah. And it gets stuck in the dinosaur's teeth and he like pulls it out of his mouth. and uh, With his sock puppet arms. With his sock puppet yeah. arms, yeah. It wouldn't reach his mouth. <laughs> but it does really change the tone of the film to make it very confusing because it is horrible that he is eating people. Yeah. Like it doesn't for the character that he is it doesn't really make a lot of sense that he would go on a murder spree yeah. partway through the movie maybe just the boyfriend or uh, Billy yeah yeah. like a revenge spree makes sense mm-hmm. I guess yeah but just a- he's pretty brutal though but yeah he's so sweet when he's not killing people uh-huh. when he's a dino though yeah mm-hmm. he's like doing charades with Tammy to try to get her to understand oh who he is mm-hmm. in a barn I like Let that me scene eat the rose when he ate the rose in the beginning I was like what the hell? And then when it came back around, I was like, really? That's what you're going with? That is your, that's that's the key? That's the key moment he here? Had, he only had a weekend. He had to figure it you out. You know what? I know. I know. Knowing that it came about in a weekend, it how feels like a, it came how about. How did the a... dino find a yellow rose? <laughs> 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 
That's a very good point. But you know what? I mean, this is the thing. Like, it's not a what I would call a good movie mm-hmm. in any way. But there are these moments where, oh, that's calling back to something. You've put some thought into this, as opposed to many of the movies we watch. <laughs> he, he had two weeks total to write and film the whole movie. There can't be that much thought put into it. Well, it's true. It was like the bare minimum, though. Like he, he. I mean, nothing... maybe he wrote it so fast that he was like, ah. This is how he's going to explain it. So let me put this in I feel like this is a film school final. Like all of a sudden you're like two weeks out <laughs> from finals and you're like, shit. <laughs> shit. I didn't make my movie. Shit. <laughs> shit. And then you make a movie. Oh, my friend, one friend I have has lions for some reason. My other friend has an animatronic dinosaur. How can we what make this we work? work? Holy yeah. shit. That's really accurate. Yeah. Like, like this, that is... it feels like a, a college finals film project that had to happen in T-minus 48 hours before <laughs> I had to turn it in. Yep, it's a 48-hour film festival style. My friend has a mansion. We'll go shoot in the mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Says, of course, when you ha- only have a week to work on a script, it's a bit thin. I'm also the biggest plagiarist, so I'm constantly asking the cast and crew if they have anything better that they can add. You just smoke a lot of pot and try to figure it out. <laughs> That's what he said. And that's Mm. 1994 pot, too. Mm -hmm. That isn't even, like, (laughs) high-powered pot. Like, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, you can smoke and still make a movie. You're fine. In 48 hours. It wasn't knocking you on your ass. No. That is the feeling that I got from Mac and Me, too, though. Like, that the cast of Mac and Me seemed like they were legitimately, like, relaxed and having a good time. And sometimes with bad movies, it seems like the actors are stressed out. Yeah, and, like, I they know that. that what they're in is mm-hmm. bad. But, like, with Mac and Me, everybody does a pretty good job. And there's jokes that are legitimately funny in it. And you feel like it's a bunch of people who are just, like, hanging out making the dumbest movie ever. And that's the same feeling I got with this one, especially towards the end. I feel like everybody's kind of, like, really relaxed. And Byron and Tammy, I can't remember her real name. Denise, Denise Richards. Yeah, they have like a good, like a good comedic chemistry they going do. on, mm-hmm. and they even have comedic chemistry with the dinosaur. So there's something more laid back about it, I think, than other bad movies. That doesn't make me feel as bad when I watch it. I think the difference between this and uh, I was going to say E.T. not E.T. Uh, <laughs> Mac and Me. That one had a huge budget. Yeah. It was it did it had a bigger budget than E.T. <laughs> a thing, and it turned out sh- so shitty. This one was like shoestring, make it happen. I, that, to that, for some reason, it's more. This one's more endearing to me somehow mm-hmm. than Mac and Me, and it's not as creepy either. Yeah. <laughs> My question is like, how did they get the star power? Like this script was written in two. That days. was like the beginning like, of all their careers. Yeah, true. So I Paul guess Walker that they were all Denise babies. Richards weren't. Was it their first movies, both of them? I don't know. That's a good question. Well, Google machine. Gonna... I feel like it was at least one of theirs first thing, but I don't remember. It had Google. to be close. I also liked, well, didn't like, but I thought I was just like, whoa, what a stretch here, especially coming from all the Carnosaur movies. It's like how easy peasy it was to take out a human brain and have it power an electronic. It was just like, ha ha ha, some wires, and it's done. As the scientist <laughs> said, it's new technology. It's new <laughs> yeah. tech. Damn, <laughs> super new technology. Yeah, I was just like shocked i was like yeah because that's that's super easy well then also the fact that the the dinosaur eats the scientists towards the end of the movie and then they the police shoot the dinosaur dead yeah uh which makes but no Mike, sense. michael is not dead because his brain isn't there so tammy just takes the brain puts it in a bowl in her room attaches a computer a tv monitor and a camera to it so that he can see through the camera and speak through the tv speakers yeah. And then she does a strip tease for him. She does this. 
Yeah. I want you to be yeah. clear. How does she do it? She does it. She yeah. hooks up. I can barely hook up a stereo. <laughs> Actually, I can't. I can't hook up a stereo. I don't. She hooks up a brain to a camera with an MS-DOS intermediary thing. Yeah. And his own voice that sounds exactly like his voice comes out of the camera. Right. It's not how voices work. Maybe Helga came and helped her. She lived through the movie. Maybe she felt bad about Mm. what she did. Did she? Yeah, she did. She's standing with him at the end crying as the dinosaur dies. So weird in slow mo, pulling. She's got like a tiny mini skirt on. She's like grabbing her butt cheeks from behind That's as she runs, right. pulling. No, the she's skirt trying to down. pull the skirt down. <laughs> yeah, but it which, looks so odd. It, it made me uncomfortable because I could, I legitimately couldn't tell if that's what that was. That was the joke, or if that was supposed. To, wasn't supposed to happen. I don't know. I think, I think that was a joke. I, I think she was very in control of what. what I she hope was so. Doing. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so Paul Walker and Denise Richards both did a lot of television before uh, this. To this. Um, big movie break. Kind of. Like they uh, Paul Walker did like Highway to Heaven and uh, as a little boy and then Denise Richards was on Life Goes On and Saved by the Bell and stuff uh-huh, like that. Sure. Not re- recurring. Yeah. Just like an episode. Right. So they did a bunch of that and then they did this. So they were both like seasoned in terms of they could mm-hmm. act, which is clear. Mm-hmm. Like they know what they're doing, but they were not stars. Mm. Was this released in theaters? Oh, that's a really good question. Wikipedia did not say anything one way or the other, but I would, I would assume it not. would have. Oh, oh I, guess I don't not. know. Hold on, let me check. I bet you. Well, I can tell you if it has an opening weekend. If every version of it is so low quality, I would guess. Well, I mean, if there's I don't know no. If no, there's not even a budget on IMDb. Yeah, the budget. There, I tried to find that, and there was not. <laughs> Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> did it for nothing. Uh, I don't think it did. Ninety four would have been right in the right in the sweet spot of uh, well, a little bit to the late end, but like it's still directed video mm-hmm. uh, market or direct to Showtime or HBO or something like that. Mm. Could have been. It also. It may have had a theatrical release outside of the U.S. Yeah. Um, so that's why there's an Italian cut, which is more horrific. Um, the thing I like about the the horrific and the comedy stuff is I like mixing of genres. Mm-hmm. So on the one side, you've got this goofball, wacky comedy um, with some fairly likable characters. Um, well, with a fairly likable character. Which is Byron? Um, <laughs> you don't like Tammy? What's wrong with I Tammy? Like, I like Michael. I don't. He's so endearing I, I before he gets in the dino. Brain. I don't like or dislike them. Okay, they're kind of nothing You're to nothing me. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, I would say with uh, the, this is my story of the film. I hated it for the first ten minutes. I was like miserable <laughs> when they're when Byron shows up and they're just giggling and laughing, and I'm like, are you laughing at him because he's gay? I don't understand. This feels weird. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And then there's the crotch grabbing competition. Oh my god. <laughs> which is mind blowing how long it goes on for. So let me paint the picture for you. So uh Billy, who is the bad guy, and well, not the main bad guy, he's an er bad guy. Yeah. Uh he and Michael get into a fight at school 
and you find out that Billy's already got a restraining order and isn't supposed to be at school. He is a fucking dangerous. He also looks kid. like he's yeah. thirty at least. He does. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was like, I, the, when I heard saw him and like halfway through the movie, I'm like, like when you look up tax, toxic masculinity <laughs> in the dictionary, it should be a picture of Billy from Tammy and the T Rex because this guy is horrible. They do a good job of making you like hate him <laughs> they do and i want to there's a couple things about that that i gotta give credit to Stuart raffle for that it's like he's clearly toxic like he's over the top mm. toxic but he is clearly like this is painting this picture of this is bad mm-hmm. you know that we're not over romanticizing this you belong to me type of thing which was really heavy in the 1980s and early 90s mm-hmm. he's not doing that like he is he is saying, no, this is bad. Michael is a nice person who is nice to Tammy. He's just, you know, like he's kind. He, it, so it's like we're definitely seeing a difference between these two. There's mm-hmm. no possessiveness with Michael, but there's strong possessiveness with Billy. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that, especially from 1994. It also goes into um, the trailer has two jokes in it, which are really uh, homophobic. Mm-hmm. They're the only two jokes in here, and I don't think you're supposed to be... I think that that cop who says them, is you're supposed to look at him like he's a dummy. Yeah, the cop, yeah. the deputy cops are disgusting and very... They're like commenting sexually on a girl after she yeah. gets mauled yeah. by the dino. And the other yeah. characters in the movie Ooh. clearly hate both of them. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But Byron, they're both in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> they're both in the trailer. Byron, on the other hand, um, who is a gay character, he's a black character, main... Uh, uh, the other main character there's th- are three main characters basically mm-hmm. he's the only one making smart decisions yeah and, and questioning telling, things questioning things and questioning things in a way that is also within his character mm-hmm. so like the way he responds to things feels very natural and feel like I love when, when she's like okay go down and open the coffin he's like I'm not doing that <laughs> it's like the end of the conversation no <laughs> not doing that um, or when they're in the morgue, like his reaction to things seem like a, a good, stable human being uh-huh. <laughs> reactions, you know, like. And so it's weird. The movie is not not well made enough for me to really be sure where Stuart Raffle is on the spectrum of things. But those two examples I found really, I don't know, they made me feel good. Like, hey, we're sh- we're separating toxic masculinity um, out from mm-hmm. our hero. Great. I'm I'm a big fan of that. He the first half of the movie is more Byron heavy than almost any other character. I would say too. He's like he's at the party when the people are yeah. Eating. He's the first one who realizes a dinosaur has got more than a dino brain. In yeah. It. yeah, yeah. I like it when he and Tammy both realize they both know and both believe each other. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, you believe me? Yeah, I believe you. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> like he dusted off my. Sh- I think he says that he's like he brushed me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dusted off my shoulder. Yeah, so. So there's a lot in here that's like, okay, this is good. But when you make a movie in a week or two weeks or however long they took to shoot, not very long, of something of this scale, I think, too. Because, like, you could make a movie like Brick Mm -hmm. in two weeks. It would be a hard two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be, you know, an exhausting two weeks. But you could do it because it's dialogue and character. Yeah. It's not special effects. You know, it's it's just... You're not towing a huge animatronic Exactly. Or <laughs> yeah. um, huge crowds of people either. Probably. Yeah. 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 So, you know, there there's that. But the thing that I like that 
about genre mixing, and I kind of wish this had more gore in it because of that. Yeah. Is I like those old mad scientist movies. Yeah. So you have something like The Brain That Wouldn't Die or or flicks like that that, like, it's genuinely creepy and upsetting. Mm-hmm. But it's done in such a schlocky way that it's like kind of fun. Or like Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. When he has those yeah. little people in those glass jars. That's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. This one I wouldn't say is scary at all. Even with the gore, it's just gross. It was my take on the like the extra scenes. And it was it, terrifying. Mm-hmm. It was just and it works way better when the mad scientist is doing the gross stuff than when Michael is chewing people up. Because it's just sure. like yeah. that is the part where, which I guess he does in the in the original cut too. He's still chewing people up, but that is a part where you're kind of like, this doesn't feel necessary, and it doesn't feel yeah. like something but he there, would do. There's one section at the end when he eats the scientist in the barn, mm-hmm. and the assistant <laughs> is standing under the he the. Michael, the dino, spits back all of the pieces that he's chewed up of the scientist onto the assistant, and it's, like, falling on her, and she's freaking out. They're just like, this is gross. I guess they had the gore stuff, so they had to figure out how they were going to... I mean, it's one of the reasons you have a lot of low-budget horror movies is gore is cheap. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not that hard to do some decent gore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're on a budget, make a horror movie. So, we've kind of gotten away from things here, but... Val, what was your experience watching it? You're the one person we haven't talked to. About I that. the movie I've only watched three movies for this podcast total, which was the really bad Fantastic Four, which is was okay, and then Mac and Me, and then this, and all those two Stuart Raffle movies. All of those feel <laughs> in a in the same universe of bad in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think where it's like super low budget, except Mac and Me for some reason. I don't know. They're just like a Mac and Me is weird because it feels super low budget, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, but this one, I think I enjoyed it in a similar way to Mac and Me, which is just, like, very entertaining. I don't know. Like, I enjoyed watching it. It was weird. And I think if you didn't know the general premise of the movie before you watched it, it would be even crazier. Yeah, like that, that was he, me. I had yeah. no <laughs> idea that this movie even existed, and I yeah. didn't read anything about it. I just, like, turned it on YouTube, and I made my husband watch it with me, and yeah. he was just like... <laughs> the whole time just like what is going on and I was what is going on and oh my gosh yes. yeah it's just like I'm just so pleased that it exists like it, there's no reason for any part of this to have happened but it did and it's a movie that you can watch and it's very weird and singular of a thing you said people that the, those three movies are like people trying to make something and I feel like that is a very good kind of bad movie where it is people who you can tell are like trying their best to make something that what was really have, fun yeah. and that they what they have but then there's the, I feel like the other kind of bad movies like people who have to make something or like like uh, Commando no not like Commando what was that Cyborg Cyborg to oh. me feels like these people had to make this movie for some reason they were being forced to make this they, movie they were kind of like you were contractually obligated hmm. to, to make yeah. a movie and that kind of misery comes out of the screen for me at least I guess hmm now I'm thinking about it. technically they did have to make Fantastic Four, and That's they did true. have to make Mac and Me. But the person who made reasons. Fantastic Four loved Fantastic Four. Like yeah. they wanted to make a good Fantastic, a good Fantastic Four, Four mm-hmm. eventually. And, and the actors in Fantastic Four yeah, wanted to be there. They're all trying. They're all thinking like, this is <laughs> yeah. going to be kind of good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. Um, I, yeah, that's very interesting. I think my least favorite thing is. Uh, I, I'm a big believer in craft mm-hmm. and I like watching things that are well made in yeah. terms of like, <laughs> why do you have this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's weird, even weirder when I get to this point, 
yet my least favorite thing we've probably ever done on here is Batman Superman. Batman v Superman. <laughs> it's so it's so punching you in the face and giving you the middle finger about things you like. Uh-huh. That's the thing I think that I respond the most poorly to. Um but it's beautifully made. Like the cinematography is amazing. Yeah. The the effects are pretty damn good. Yeah. The music is good. Like it's it's like artists at the top of their game working on something to specifically tell me the thing that I like is stupid. Mm-hmm. That's where I start to. So I have much more tolerance for Carnosaur or Tammy and the T-Rex where I can look at it and go, they were just trying to make something fun. They were just trying to do something fun. Now, you know, Carnosaur, which uh, Carnosaur is even weirder because like you can say they're trying to rip off Jurassic Park, but it was also based on a novel. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they were trying to ape off the success of Jurassic Park, but they weren't trying to rip off Jurassic Park. Well, the second one was a straight up rip off of Aliens. Yep. The first one kind of almost was too. It wasn't it? No, no, it, it was wasn't like Jurassic Park. They don't put it, they don't put dinosaurs and people in the first one. Well, you do have a good point. They do, right? They do. No, you do that. give birth to the dinosaurs. Yes, that's what it is. They but pop out I need of to you. watch these. Movies. This is the no, it's so, no, it's a it's a it's a grim movie. Nobody <laughs> needs to watch Carnosaur One. I like Carnosaur One, so you know what? It's better than two. <laughs> well, I like things. So. Uh, you do, yeah. So no, Carnosaur Two is drac. Like it is confusing. In it, it is a strict, it's a beat for beat remake of Alien. Anyway, go listen to our Carnosaur and Carnosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, I, yeah, I'm just I'm much way much more tolerant of Tammy and the T Rex, and mm-hmm. I can sort of have some fun with it. I like the WTF moments because I'm sitting on the edge of my couch, just eyes wide, going, "What? Sure, <laughs> sure, you did that." Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> like the the part where the the fake Arnold Schwarzenegger gets smashed and oh, then they roll him up like I a fruit loaf. What the heck was that? <laughs> and she's so and she keeps, flat. And she keeps licking her fingers while she's rolling him up. Yeah. That's so like, funny. What? <laughs> was that an actor decision? Like, did the actor say, "Oh, no, I'm going to try this thing"? Uh-huh. Or that's did, not how bodies work. <laughs> <or did stuff. laughs> no, that's a good point. That's a very good point. But we've got you know. We've got a cheerleader replacing, uh, getting a, a cybernetic thing to work oh, with. Yeah. So, like, nothing in this. This movie's all over the map. Um, but, yeah, like, also the the inherent question of, like, why? Why, mm-hmm. when you look, I'm talking about in movie, why would this mad scientist mm-hmm. want to put a person's brain into an animatronic dinosaur it seemed like there's well, a bigger thing of like right. world orders and like large groups of people who had influence over things that were commissioning him to do this but it's not clear at all no. in the movie yeah it's not uh-uh. and on the same time it's like almost like a passion project like he's kind of like obsessing he's so over into it yeah. yeah like real hard into this dinosaur like in a creepy creepy way a creepy way mm-hmm. creepy way and he's trying to make it more human to be more creepy with it like it's it's just it's it was weird me out that weird me out no he was gonna lobotomize the first model that was his plan does that is that in the original cut wait to what no he says uh, we were gonna in the morning we're gonna lobotomize yeah he just didn't have time for it at the moment yeah he was tired (laughs) (laughs) 
But so you would put a human brain into an animatronic dinosaur. Fine. It's dumb. God bless Thumbs you. up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's an animatronic dinosaur. <laughs> it's an animatronic. It's not going to turn you into a dinosaur. There's no heart and lungs and what does that, blood what do you mean to pump by to this? the brain. It would just He turns into a rampaging beast. I think he's, I think he's just control. Mad. Yeah, he's I didn't think that there's any like dino takeover of his brain. I think he was just angry and also like all other things in the movie it doesn't really make sense when you think about it too hard. <laughs> but no. you're saying he wouldn't know like the hunting instincts of a dinosaur all of a sudden or like yeah. how to control his dinosaur He'd body so still perfectly. Be a, a high school boy. Yeah. Only I, I, well, this is it. I just don't think that that makes you a murderer. Right. Because, like, he goes on a fucking rampage. Yeah, he doesn't need to kill anyone except for Billy and Billy's friends, maybe. And it, mm, it's yeah. and from need a, to. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> from a storytelling perspective, it's weird, too, because it's a start. you start to lose a little bit of sympathy for him because he's mm-hmm. just, like, going on a fucking rampage. And he's probably not... even more in the extended right. gore yeah. cut. It's just yeah. like, why are you doing so much so much you're not just killing them you're like mutilating them especially when you could do like funner hijinks with a dinosaur I feel like then have him just eat people you could have dinosaur visual gags of some sort that aren't like he disembowels this person yeah (laughs) the payphone stuff's great the him disemboweling people is not great just because it doesn't it's not like clever it's just very like surface level doesn't make sense it's like the only bad part of the movie I think (laughs) well and it's like the question is, is he still him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, but that's never the question. Otherwise, no. Yeah. Now, if they could have swapped this, I don't know. <laughs> if they could have swapped this instead of it being an animatronic and made it an actual dinosaur, uh-huh. yeah, like they cloned a dinosaur or some shit, yeah, and then put the brain into that, then I'd be like, oh, okay. oh my god, you fixed. If it. they combined this movie and Carnosaur and took. All of the things. This was Carnosaur Three. This was Carnosaur. <laughs> like, man, you could have fixed a lot of stuff between the two movies. You could have because yeah. they're trying to make like a human dinosaur hybrid in Carnosaur, right? No, aren't they in Carnosaur no. One? No, they're trying to breed dinosaurs, and I think humans just became a vessel. They were incubators. Oh, they were they yeah. were virus based dinosaur yeah, babies yeah. that yep. people were having. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. all coming back to me. It's now. way more confusing. Yeah, <laughs> confusing. So I don't know. Anyway, let's let's move on. Okay. Unless okay. any of you have anything else you want to cover before we move on. I think there's a scene where there's all the people at the party dancing, which Tammy goes to even though her boyfriend died the previous day, basically. Yeah. She's sulking while she's there, but she still yeah. went to a party. But the sound in this movie is not that great. No. And the music versus the sound in the movie is really bad. I thought it was hilarious that you can hear everybody shuffling around <laughs> <Yeah>. dancing <laughs> yeah. under the music that they have going. And it's just like... So weird because it's not like they're actually dancing or reacting. It's not mixing together how it would if it was a real party of the sound. So it's just like all these bodies moving around. You can hear them. It's very weird. This reminds me of an interesting like if you want to think of like okay, a good direct a good actor's director. Um, David Fincher did a great thing in The Social Network where the opening scene is of. Uh, Rooney Mara and Jesse Eisenberg at a club talking mm-hmm. to each other. So they're, but the music's blaring and everything. Uh, and so they have to yell. So the thing became they did a bunch of rehearsals with loud music so they would know how loud they needed to talk to be able to hear mm-hmm. each other. But you can't do that when you're recording on set. 
So then they just got into the they got into the rehearsal of knowing how loud their voices had to be, and then when they're actually shooting, there's no music. Uh. It's just them yelling at each other. <laughs> but then when you go back in in post production, you put in the music and everything, and it all feels natural. It mm-hmm. all and like it's movies are a trick. You know, it's a magic trick. It's not real. What you're watching isn't real, and I mean that down to the frame. Like it's not not that you know a giant animatronic T Rex with a human brain isn't real, of no. course. But like everything you're watching isn't real. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no reality to any film you're watching, and that's true of like news reports and, and cameras. You're only seeing one one myopic perspective mm-hmm. on whatever it is you're seeing. So it can be a great way to start getting information, but it's not the whole story. So I, I just I love that anecdote about that movie, and this is here. Like you could have done it that way <laughs> yeah or just not have the body sounds in and just the music which well, is my guess is they of... only had one boom mic and Did so no yeah. i don't think anyone was talking during these scenes oh well that's no, even just, dumber like, panning yeah. into the yeah the, the party and uh-huh. you can just like hear the shuffling of the feet and stuff. <laughs> yeah. it was like a silent disco with what like background fuck? music <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly what it felt like <laughs> yeah also i i have a this is something that like just from my high school experience the leather-clad, dangerous-looking people didn't inhabit the same spaces. No. Yeah, everyone no. was dancing together. Like it yeah. was weird. Like, what would have brought Tammy and Billy together in the first place? Or what like, would have brought like that big biker dude from the party scene to that party? Right. Yeah. Like that doesn't. It's it's a weird. Like in high. That was not my experience in high school was that there were cliques and for the most part those cliques didn't go to parties together. Yeah. And for better for worse. Like I, I don't think it's good to have cliques necessarily, except for allowing someone to feel as though they belong to something. Mm-hmm. But it was weird in here. I was like, why why is everybody here? So the dinosaur can smash them. No, all. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> then you make it a school function. Yeah. Oh, that would have been cooler. Yeah. yeah. Been if in he was an auditorium. in a gymnasium. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gymnasium. He smashed a prom. That would have yeah. been great. Yeah. That would have been no, great. No budget or time to set up all those decorations. <laughs> no, they had to do it in Stuart Raffle's backyard. <laughs> and it would also just be the dino like gliding through, knocking down all the streamers, <laughs> yeah. rolling across the floor. Oh, man. It's time to move on to how we would fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, is your version just the animated series? I think that would be great. Uh, I think I had... I didn't really have a lot of ways to fix it before we started talking about it because I think, like, the mad scientists are so awesome. Like, they're they're such a good mad scientist, I think, and all of his cronies are so cool that that alone... I love mad scientists so much that that alone, like, floated me through the movie, basically. (laughs) But... He was a pretty good mad scientist. And and Helga was great, too. They were a great couple. I loved them. I didn't like the surrounding people, but I liked those two. No, I I didn't like Muscle Guy. It was like, wow, Muscle Guy here. purposeless, other than to get flattened and rolled up. Which was funny. to show how stronger the dino was than him. With oh, yeah, that's weights. right. So maybe if they hadn't been... I think my main problem with the movie is that all of the bad guys were basically all killed in the beginning of the movie, and then it all fizzles out at the end when they're just mm. driving the truck around. Then they spend so long in that barn, and it just seems like... I think the scientists are supposed to be bad guys, even though I don't really... Right, they get killed very early in the movie, though. Like, just the mads, the main guy and Helga don't get killed. Yeah. But every other, like... Well, and in Arca, the cut that we watched, 
Bobby just disappears. Bobby just disappears. Mm-hmm. He gets his head bit off and then runs away with no head. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's kind of funny. What? <laughs> yeah. It takes a couple steps before he falls over. What? Yeah, it's pretty Dang. good. <laughs> this on- is horrifying. The only thing besides gore that gets cut out of the movie, too, is more of the strip tease at the end. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there's more of that? I didn't even think to check that part to see if there was more. It doesn't show anything different. It's just more dance moves that yeah. she does. Well, there's more sex in the car, too. Yeah, that's true. There's more so, sex in the car before the violence. girlfriend gets her leg bit off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't actually know how I fix this, but I think cutting out the massacre, turning it into dinosaur mischief instead of dinosaur murder, Bobby is humiliated maybe similarly to how Biff is humiliated in a Back to the Future movie with poop He poops involved. on him. He poops on him or something, sure. And then the mad scientist and his cronies are in more of the movie being wacky. And we know from Jurassic Park that dinosaurs have big poops. Huge poops. He could poop all over. That would be so much funnier if he pooped on Billy. That part always mm. gets me too. The dinosaurs like, have small poop? Well, no. I mean, I just don't <laughs> see a dinosaur going back to the same spot and building up a pile of poop that goes higher than its anus well and we have <laughs> we Fair have enough. triceratops size things and it's like this big it's yeah. like two handfuls well, it's like a loaf of bread rhinoceros is pooping a big pile not that big no, not higher than Never their anus because that doesn't physically work anymore they... anymore well you you build it up and then it gets too high and you can't poop anymore oh on that top anymore of the pile. <laughs> i thought for a while in prehistoric times it did <laughs> Like, wow, physics changed. Gravity <laughs> still works the same. Yeah. So maybe I'll just steal your idea and say that they cut it where they're riding off into the sunset together. And then you can have Tammy and the T-Rex too. He doesn't have to be a horrifying brain trapped jar man. It's like a have no mouth and I must scream type of situation. Um, and then other than that, you goof it up a little bit more. You make him not murder people so he's more consistent and you don't kill all the mad scientists right away. Maybe they can all die in the end or something, but maybe a little bit more of their like interplay. Because I, like, I did like the little goofy guy and the Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. They yeah. ordered pizza together, and Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite delivered it. That's right! <laughs> How old was, I was he like, in, a, in Napoleon he been, Dynamite then? He must have been old because he, <laughs> yeah, he looked like he the same did. age in this, and that was well, like 10 years later. At least... Oh, I guess it was. Yeah. Oh, it was like 2005 oh, yeah. or 2003 or yeah. four, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, yeah. Pedro's old. He ain't in high school. Man, he, he was like, like 30 in high school. <laughs> yeah. In Napoleon Dynamite. Deb also in Napoleon Dynamite was much older than Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be like if the dinosaur was like Clifford the Big Red Dog? Or just like a spectacle yes. of the Ooh. neighborhood and, and a fixture. And in... he's running into stuff. Yeah. And maybe they have a parade for him at the end and is like, and he like messes it up somehow. If you could like be like a sort of, not like a superhero, but like do things in the community for people that only like a dino could do. Basically like Toxic Avenger too. He's a dinosaur, but he uses the fact that he's a dinosaur monster for good instead of for killing teenagers. Then like he tries to go to school, he can't fit in the desk. Oh, this is such a yeah. better, I love yeah. that. He has I... to look his head through the window so he can learn math and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe okay. he tries to play, if, never mind. Make football. it into the kids know. movie. That... Oh, I would love to see that. Yes. He's got like he's a, a little player, right? helmet on. No, I'll get him a big full sized helmet. No, I like a little. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a dinosaur wearing pads and stuff. Yeah. Like, I... yeah. Okay. So make and it him a... just running people down. That would be great. Make it a goofy, murderless children's movie. Clifford the Big Red Dog plus Toxic Avenger. That's it. The end. <laughs> One of those things is not a children's thing. Well, he had a cartoon. He did, 
But have you watched the Toxic Avenger and Toxic Avenger 2, Toxic Avenger 3, Toxic Avenger 4? Uh, Those are not for children. (laughs) Well, yeah, but kids love them. (laughs) Valerie, Uh how would you fix this? I think I would take out some of the unnecessary killing, as Sam said, because the more you think about it, the sadder that is and makes no sense. Change the ending to maybe they come to an agreement with the scientists. I don't know. Something. Mm, mm. Generally, I like the nonsensicalness of it, though. Um, and that pleases me. So there still needs to be maybe more wacky physical humor with some stuff. Mm-hmm. With the dino its arms. More of that. Yes, more <laughs> or of that. Or something else. I don't know. I feel like, obviously, they just need more time to have sure. done anything more complicated than what they did. Not that it's uncomplicated, but... Yeah, I don't know. I liked. I'm just like I liked it as it is. If you change it, then it wouldn't be as weird and good as not good, weird and entertaining as it entertaining. Is. Yeah, I think it's a good way to put it. But I do, I do like the idea of he does not come out of the dinosaur, and that yeah. is just his life, and then people adapt to that. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely think it's a great idea for a movie. I just don't think this was the best version of it. Hmm. Okay, Callie. Oh man. Um. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. Like yeah, I would have definitely desexualized it for sure. Too many dick things. Yeah, lots <laughs> lots of dick jokes. I mean dick jokes have their place, but there was a lot of them. Yeah, d- desexualizing um making I feel it like that ending is the just, real problem. Man, it's just so horrible. I was like, oh, I feel gross watching this. Oh, Cuz like there were yet? there it's were like little, you know, double entendres and stuff like that throughout the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But then you get to that ending and you're just like, whoa. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, you guys turned it to 11. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You so, went from a 2 to 11. I probably would have cut at the riding off into the sunset part because mm-hmm. it does fizzle out after that. It's yeah. just like He's just make it make it like an hour long movie. Yeah, yeah. just an hour <laughs> long. It's okay. It would have been a, fine. Make it a TV pilot. Exactly. Yes. And um, oh, actually, that's that not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was time travel involved and they sent the dinosaur to different places to do things? <laughs> Like oh, wishbone or something? Yes. <laughs> you went to wishbone. I went to quantum leap. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I was just picturing him wearing like a little Robin Hood hat and nobody realizes he's a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Trying to use a bow with a yeah. little... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, making it just like more goofy funny yeah. than mm-hmm. like whatever it was trying to be. Horrifyingly like, amusing. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Having just like more of him in the dino body like... Like, oh, I'm an animatronic dinosaur now. <laughs> I also want to know if that dinosaur is still on display in Texas somewhere. I think he was selling it to South Africa. And that's why uh, they needed to get it done fast. Oh, I wonder if you so. can still go. Like, I'm going to take a trip to South Africa to see the. <laughs> why did you go to South Africa? <laughs> well, this is going to sound really weird, but. Make a pilgrimage. Yeah. <laughs> leave an see. offering. Do to you the think T-Rex. even one person has done that in the world? I don't know. <laughs> I would I love know. if they had. I don't know. If they have YouTube in South Africa, maybe. I mean, I'm sure they do. Like, I don't know. It's just, this is so confusing. And I, I don't mind the confusingness of it. I, I agree with Val. Like, to keep it the same, like, what the hell is going on for most of the movie, just making it a little goofier for sure would have eased it a little bit more yeah a little bit (laughs) a little bit i feel like this movie is so close to being a cult classic Mm -hmm. in terms of like what's in it like it's it's 
almost there, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's it, that ending throws a real wrench into it. <laughs> it the, having the gore cut out in weird ways also doesn't help it. I think, mm-hmm. um, which makes me think it did get a theatrical release if they were trying to cut gore out oh, of it, cut it down to a oh, PG yeah. thirteen or yes, something. The, yeah, yeah, because yes, that was why they were trying to. Okay, PG thirteen. So, yeah. But yeah. is PG thirteen relevant when you're releasing to video? It it would be because of rental. Like you you if you're at that time, Blockbuster wouldn't rent this to somebody under seventeen mm-hmm. if it was an R. But nobody over seventeen would ever want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's so. I, I don't know. I'm I'm torn. I also I it, it it's an it exists in sort of a weird Manos the Hands of Fate thing where it's like no, don't fix it. Because it because it's so broken, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also find this found this way more entertaining than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a lot more painful, uh, but it it just wasn't. It was it was funny. I liked a lot of the characters. I really liked Byron, um, and I liked how goofy it was. I would say, yeah, push it more goofy and come up with a different ending. That mm-hmm. ending is. It's it's the ending is fun because of how much it made me squint, but it doesn't fit no. with the rest of the movie. If the rest of the movie had been more of a sex farce, then maybe that ending makes sense. Yeah. But it wasn't. It it was a in its original inception, it was a a, a coming of age and gore movie. That ending doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. and it's uncomfortable and weird and so I guess fix that I also like I like the idea of like a Tammy and the T-Rex animated series I think that sounds amazing I thought the movie was perfect until Val said that he should play football and that would be perfect <laughs> more perfect than this movie. yeah I think more of Michael showing through the dinosaur yeah like in the beginning when he's communicating with Tammy there's some of like He's like gesticulating clearly like a person, but the rest of the movie he just acts like a like a bloodthirsty right. dino. Except yeah. when he cries at his own funeral. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he cries at I think he was crying at a Bob. tree, basically. Oh, that's true. And Bob's story was very sad. That's true. It was. But okay, well, I it, this is an odd movie. Mm-hmm. This may be the oddest movie that we've mm-hmm. watched. Definitely for, this for me yeah. things personally. Is, things is weirder, maybe. I don't think so. Okay. I think this is weirder. <laughs> okay. Things is is definitely more bad <laughs> um, and more ineptly made, hmm. but it's at the end of the day, it's just crappy Evil Dead. That's true. It's just Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. But this is its own thing. I can't think of anything really where I would say, oh, this is like Tammy and the T-Rex only <laughs> better. No. no. Like, I, I, I can't think of anything. Maybe there <laughs> is something, but I can't think of anything. Yeah. Like, holy shit, man. Yeah, all the elements combined all of them individually are like what but then also it's like what why are the they in the same movie yeah yeah and part of that makes it fun but then part of it also makes it not really hold together anything very well so all right well at this point it's time to rate this thing each of us has our own rating system uh where we uh valerie forgot um, (laughs) that they had to do this what your rating system is (laughs) yes i remember my system but i don't even think about it um i'll start my rating system is what star wars movie is this and i guess i'm gonna call this the holiday special because it's fucking weird and <laughs> and I don't know how you fix it because part of what makes it like interesting is that it's so weird. Yeah. Um but I also 
probably won't watch it again. Um, I, the holiday special is more miserable than this. It also has some horniness that doesn't belong in it. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Good point. <laughs> Sam, what's your rating system? Uh, so my rating system is the European toilet system. If you ever go to Europe and use a toilet, there's two buttons, one with one flush, one for like a small flush, one for a big flush, one's for pee, one's for poop. So I would flush it until it went down the toilet. <laughs> this one, I don't think, I think I have more fun thinking about the premise of this movie and what could have been than I do watching it. So I think I have to flush it with a pee flush because I don't really think I'll ever probably watch it again unless we watch it for like the film festival that we do sometimes. Um, So one pee flush, but its spirit will live on in my heart forever. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if I may, Ernest would have been an enormous boon to this film. Would Ernest make this better? Ernest would have made this better. Ernest meets a dinosaur would be the best movie. That should be one. Yeah. Ernest Halloween movie is like, oh. Oh, Ernest Scared Stupid is great. God, yeah. it's so good. It's so bad, but it's so good. It's so good. Ernest and the T-Rex. Ernest he, and the T-Rex. He's riding, he's riding the T-Rex into the sunset. A million <laughs> times better already. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> a million times better. He would he would mess up Vern's house so bad with that T-Rex. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. This is magic. Yep. yep. I'm I'm on board. Yep, thank I'm you. I'm on board for that. Yes, Ernest makes this movie better. <laughs> yeah, without Undeniable. question. <laughs> yes, Callie, what is your rating system? Mine's plants, and I don't know how I got to this, but <laughs> plants <laughs> because there was a plant in the studio <laughs> right. when we were recording, like, and you looked over. Oh, what kind of plant is it? And now you're stuck with it. Now I'm stuck with it. So this movie, I'm I'm assigning kudzu to this movie. Oh. Are you familiar with kudzu? Yeah. It's it's uh it's an invasive species here in North America. It's from Asia and it grows really really fast and it climbs over everything and rapidly kills them with shade and that's what I feel like happens with this movie. Like oh. it just you, overtook you it entirely. It just overtook you until the very end you're just snuffed out. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just barely breathing just going what? <laughs> and then darkness <laughs> that, that's kudzu in this movie okay <laughs> all right val what's your rating system uh, my rating system is the word bad stylized <laughs> like in a font like font weight etc uh i think is what i said it's been yeah. a while no that's correct um, yeah so for this one it's just it's comic sans yes. uh just says bold I don't know if Comic Sans has bold, but if it does, a bold version. <laughs> and it just says bad all lowercase with the smiley face after it. Oh. So I just like, it's a fun, wacky bad. Just regular black or any color? Just black. Okay, I think. okay, okay. Yeah. Because it's know. a statement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bad. bad. It's not bad. bad. It's not bad. horrible. It's, it's just bad. bad. And it's a little funny smile. And I was smile. pleased about the badness is the good part of the movie. So yeah. <laughs> that's why the smiley face is there. Sweet. <laughs> I think Comic Sans is perfect for this movie. Yeah. If yep. the title, I think the title the is re- in Comic Sans. It is. It is. <laughs> or I could do Joker. You know that font? Is that the one kind that's of. just it's like, like symbols? No, no, it's, no, no, no. Uh, that's it's Wingdings. Wingdings. Or am I thinking, is it Juice something or Joker or something? I, never mind. Uh, Comic Sans. We're going to stick with Sans. Comic Sans. Sans. I think that's yeah. the perfect choice. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. 
All right. Our final segment is called Real Good, and it's something we want to recommend to you. Instead of watching this movie, I'll start because I don't think anybody else is going to pick this. Um, Stuart Raffle has done a couple of movies that I legitimately enjoy. They're not great movies, but I think they're good movies. Um, the, I recommended Ice Pirates before. Oh, yeah. It's a goofball of a movie, but it's also like it's pretty good mm-hmm. and entertaining. And uh, I'm going to recommend one that he did that's more of a drama adventure movie called The Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, which stars Nancy Allen and Michael Paré. Um, and it does something that I really enjoy. Like, I I like conspiracy theories in the most harmless way. So, like, there's this theory about a Philadelphia experiment where they were trying, to, in World War II, they were trying to bend light um, to hide um, battleships. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is that they tried it and something went terribly wrong, and then it was covered up. And so that's a fun conspiracy theory for me it's i don't believe that it happened i just think it's fun it's a fiction but then i like the idea that you take that and make a movie out of it that and that that thing is the kickoff to a movie and the kickoff is that it sent a couple of the crew members back in time and or forward in time actually it sends them to the 80s because that's when the movie was made um and then their whole thing is trying to go back to fix what they did uh, and get back in time. And it's, I don't know, it's pretty, I saw it on TV when I was a kid. I saw it again. I watched it. It was on Amazon Prime or something, and I really enjoyed it. thought it was so good. It's a real conspiracy theory. Yes. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I I also don't really research them. I'm just like, ah, that's funny. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like the stuff that's conspiracy theories that are about people, specific people and stuff. Yeah. That's where I start to be like, oh, no, yuck. No. Yeah. But like, yeah, big government cover-ups, those are fun. Mothman. Mothman's Mothman. a good time. <laughs> Mothman, Bigfoot, like all that yeah. stuff is fun. It's I don't believe any of it, but it's fun to think about. So yeah, Mothman in particular is like creepy fun. Yeah. Yeah. I got to watch some of this guy's other movies. I like his bad movies so much. I think you would appreciate Ice Pirates. Uh-huh. So okay. yeah. I'll give it a watch. Val, what's your real good? My real good is an episode of Black Mirror, uh, season two, episode one. It is called Be Right Back, where... Um, a woman and her boyfriend are driving and he gets killed. They get in an accident. Um, and then I think at his funeral, she is approached by this technology company that can compile photos, tweets, like all digital information from a person's life, anything that they have videos of him and compile it into like an AI um, so that she can then kind of talk to him and like it's not like a replacement, obviously, but like it's like a, a virtual version of yeah. him that's built off of his everything he's he uh, put out on the internet. Um, but since it's that. Black Mirror, yeah, <laughs> she does that, and then eventually there's like an upgraded version where they can put it into like an android robot thing, so that it's like very close to him, and it looks like in in the show it looks like him right. exactly, but the way that it acts is not fully like it agrees too much with her and like she like tells him to leave one night because she gets mad at him and he does and she's like he would never do that and i think it in the can i i don't want to spoil the whole thing but anyway it's yeah about, don't spoil the whole thing because it's, it's, yeah it's about like her like the idea of like you know somebody who's like you but not you but i just thought the idea of having consciousness in a body and then realizing that that was not the same person and not the same deal. That's really fucking of... weird because yeah. my first short film uh, was that. Huh. <laughs> it's called it's called What Love Remains, and it's about a man whose wife dies, and uh, through like some hoodoo, 
uh, and going to an android company, he's able to recreate her in the form of an android. And she is not what he wants her. What He's not what his memories tell her mm-hmm. she was. Um, and you find out by the end that it says, oh, no, he's just a jerk. And he wanted a, a, he wanted this version of her that never really existed. Mm-hmm. And so they recreate her, and it's still not what he wanted. So, um, yeah, I think I need to sue Black Mirror. Can I do that? <laughs> I'm sure they saw my short film. <laughs> that is very similar sounding. Yeah. <laughs> very much so. But this one has Hallie Atwell and Domhnall Gleeson in it. Did your short film have Hallie Atwell and Domhnall Gleeson in it? No, it had Tasha Gates and Brad Poer. Mm. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I yeah. do love both of those actors, though. Yeah, that so. seems like a good couple to me. Yeah. Excellent. Sam, what's your real good? All right, so my favorite part of this movie was the Mad Scientist family, basically. It was <laughs> like a family. Uh, and I think what I liked about it was that they were evil and they were so supportive of each other's evilness. They mm. weren't like petty. They just liked what they were doing. And another family that is also similar is the Adams family. Yep. So I think Adams family values. I think the first Adams family kind of sucks. But Adams family values, very good movie about a very supportive family of weirdos who just like doing weird stuff. Uh, it's the one where Wednesday goes to camp, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yes, there's also some light murder in it. Like, just <laughs> like this movie. Light yeah. murder. It's fine. Yeah. God, I love that. If you're murdering snobs, it's fine. <laughs> I love that. Like, She says, why do you look like that? Did someone die? Wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I was thinking about it this morning. Bor- not Boris and Natasha. Different. Also supportive couple, but yes, different. Yes, but different. Uh, what are their names? Uh, Gomez, Gomez and, and Morticia. Morticia. They're just so nice to each other all the time, and those movies never revolve around them like fighting or squabbling. No, they're they... just totally supportive of each other's very weird hobbies and strange. What a cast, too! Raul yes. Julia, Angelica Houston, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, man, uh, like that is. And Angelica Houston has that cool like light effect on her eyes, like Dracula yeah. in every scene. Yes. Is so good. Yeah, I love I love those movies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, hundred percent agree. <laughs> Callie, what's your real good? So for this movie, I was thinking of like, okay, human being put into animal or something like that. And so my real good is The Emperor's New Groove. Yes! (laughs) Yes! My favorite animated movie! That's that's exactly how I was trying to find mine, too, but I couldn't come up with anything, and that is very good. (laughs) Yay, I'm a llama again! (laughs) There's so many. Oh, I love. If I get sick, I watch that movie. Like I, that is yep. my all-time favorite animated movie. And so that's what I thought of. Like, okay, he he. There was some magic involved, yep. you know, and you get put into a llama, <laughs> but he's still. He's still he's cool. David Spade. He's still and David he's Spade. Fucking wonderful. Oh, it's just the most brilliant movie and there's so much about that movie I just love to death. And about. every character. It's not just yeah. like it's not just Conk, Isma. They're all they're, they're all great. Even the, the minor characters that you meet in like the the Denny's they go to. <laughs> there's a Denny's in that movie. I mean, basically, yeah. maybe? They go to oh. a restaurant and as a distraction uh, to get away from the bad guys, they tell them it's their birthday. So the, all the servers go up and go, happy, happy birthday to all of us, to you. It's so good. It's it so is... good. When she gets turned into the kitten at the end. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is oh that my gosh. My voice? 
It's yeah. so good. I discovered that because my friends had kids. And I just happened to be over at his house one night. And it was like, oh, we're going to watch The Emperor's New Groove. And I was like, cool, okay. Because uh, he and I were just going to, I don't know, we're going to play a board game or something. And it's on, and I could not stop watching. And by the end of it, I was just like, "This is now one of my favorite movies." <laughs> yeah, I watched that movie. I was pre—I was kind of growing out of cartoon movies when that came out, and I just happened to—I don't know. My dad loves a- animated movies, and so like we rented it, I think. And I was just like, "This is the most amazing thing!" Ever. Like all of the music is good, and just oh, the voice acting is so good. The voice acting is so good, especially Kronk. Yeah, love- that guy is great. <gasps> My cream puffs. <laughs> yeah, the style of animation makes everything so expressive too, compared with the voice acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's a it's a real magical. It's funny too because people often I I always neglect it on like my list of favorites, but it is my favorite oh, animated movie. Oh, hands down. Yeah, it yeah. is, and it's. I think I, people will try to cut it down by saying, "Oh, it's more of a cartoon," and I'm like, "Fuck you! <laughs> I don't is, care." What, what, What's the what, difference? Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really good, really fast paced, a, a wonderful lesson. As yeah. well, so it's not like devoid of heart. Mm-hmm. Like it's, oh yeah, no, it's uh, cosine. <laughs> Excellent. All we right, we could probably buy the Tammy and the T Rex IP for really cheap and just make a make a good version of it, a cartoon. Mm. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, Sam, where can people find you? Hey, I'm on SciShow Tangents, which is a podcast I do with Hank Green and Sarah Riley and Stefan Chin, where every week we talk about some new wacky science thing. It's very fun. (laughs) It's on iTunes. Also, eventually Real Love's going to be back. Uh, My life has been crazy. It has. But it's less crazy almost is what I keep telling myself, and it never happens. But when it's less crazy, it will be back. Real Love, me and my fiance now rachel talk about a different bad move that would have been great to have on the podcast so we got engaged well okay anyway on my podcast i mean real love uh it is on this podcast now (laughs) (laughs) we each watch a movie the other one makes us watch and we talk about it we're gonna move into talking to other couples about their movies that they would force each other. To watch. And the occasional single guy. And the occasional yeah, single Yeah, you said you were person. trying to figure out how you can get we're the going to, folks involved. We want to just we're trying to figure out how much we want to torture Nick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, because I do this podcast. Yeah, that's true. So, so real love. Look it up on iTunes. Tangents. Look it up on iTunes. That's Excellent. it. Callie, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Eons, so youtube.com slash Eons, co-host there. It's an amazing show. I love it. And I'm also on the Instagrams at fossil underscore librarian. Very good Instagram. It is a very good Instagram. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. you. You definitely utilize that format better than anyone else I know. Luckily, fossils are aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Very good point. Val, where can people find you? I don't have a show or anything that I do. Um, Sorry about that. I am on Twitter at Valerie2776. And I also do some art stuff, which you can find a link to from my Twitter. Uh, That's it. Excellent. All right. Um, You can find us at RealBadPod on Twitter and on Instagram. If you like what we do here, you can go to patreon.com slash RealBadPod and chip in a buck or two if you would like. Uh, Real big thanks to Black Duck Studios, I Love It Podcast, Candace, Sarah, Caroline, and Anna Moss for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much. Real Bad is a part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. You can go to cageclub.me and check out podcasts like Cinemakers with Joey Lewandowski and Mike Manzi, where they chat about filmmakers' entire libraries. Next week... We're dipping into the Marvel hat, and I'm looking forward to it. But until then, this has been Real Bad. <laughs>